you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. It's Friday, November the 11th, and you are listening to NFL Total Access. The podcast. Those are the voices of today's special guests. Voice number one belongs to the 16-year NFL veteran, the pride of Randolph Clay High School in Cuthbert, Georgia. Some say he's the finest athlete ever to come out of Georgia, which when you think about it, is one hell of a Yelp review. He was the number 14 overall pick, first round selection, number 58 on the jersey, number one on the Friday depth chart around here. He's Thomas Antonio Davis Sr. Welcome back, TD. Hey, thank you for having me. Voice number two belongs to the maven of Miami football, the host of NFL Total Access, the woman who, when my mother met her this morning, looked up and said, wow, you are gorgeous, which, while both kind and accurate, I believe is an HR violation. She's MJ Acosta-Ruiz. Welcome back, MJ. Your mom can compliment me any day of the week and twice on Sundays if it's allowed. There we go. Two quick questions for TD before we begin. Everyone has a jersey number. MJ's is 20. Why? Because she was born on the 20th day of the month, the 20th day of this month. Save the date, write that down. We expect a gift from you, TD. Um, a Gucci gift. <laughs> you wore Gucci. Are, you, are we Gucci here? Uh, you Gucci, wore 58 in your NFL career. Why? Yes. Uh, is it because you were born on 58th Street in Shelman, Georgia? Uh, was there a famous number 58 who was your hero? Or does this number hide a more sinister story? Please tell us the truth. So <clears throat> I was actually number 47 when I first got drafted because I got drafted into the NFL as a safety and you cannot wear number 47 at line. Well, you could not wear number 47 at linebacker when I got drafted in 2005. So I had to switch my number my second year when I moved to linebacker. And, you know, Mark Fields and Sam Mills had just created the whole keep pounding mantra for the Carolina Panthers. Right. And 
Fee ended up having to retire due to his uh, cancer prognosis. And I wanted to do something that would honor Mark Fields in a way that would keep his legacy and keep his tradition going um, of being a fast, hard-hitting linebacker. And, you know, I kind of reached out to him and asked for his blessing to wear that number. And, you know, for me, just being able to put that number on, it allowed me to to understand and know each and every time that I put it on my back that I was representing something greater than myself. So I went out once I got his blessing and I was able to turn that number into a special, um, a special number, you know, for Carolina Panthers for a long fans for a long time. Question number two, TD, if we were to hand out the midseason MVP award, you're the last person to get a chance to answer this question. Who gets it? Does your winner come from the following list of QB wonderfuls? Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, and Lamar Jackson. It definitely comes from that list. Okay, now, MJ is on the record with her pick. We will not tell you what it is. We don't want to lead the witness. Who's the MVP as it stands right now? I got to go with Jalen Hurts. Mm, we have consensus. <laughs> well done. High fives all around. Why? Jalen Hurts is the key cock to the undefeated season that the Eagles have right now. You know, they went out and they, they put a ton of investment into making moves and deals in the offseason because they wanted to bring guys in that could complement Jalen Hurts' skill set. And the one question that they had going into this season was, could Jalen Hurts get the job done? Could he take another step at the quarterback position to be able to lead this team. And what has he done? He's come out, he's responded in a big way, and he's literally playing some of the best football that I've ever seen him play as a quarterback in this league in his short career. MJ, full disclosure, did you prep Mr. Davis for this answer? Not one word, but, you know, that's my guy. I was actually late, so MJ didn't have time to prep. (laughs) The one thing I think that we all sensed from Jalen Hurts, even at the college ranks, and we are seeing it now in vivid detail week in and week out, is that he is not just a leader of drives. He is a leader of men. Mm -hmm. His dispossession in the huddle, on the field, and in the locker room is second to none that I've seen this year in the NFL. Coming up, game picks and score predictions for every remaining Week 10 game. Specific game totals for two Sunday games from Cynthia Freeland and a workaround for your QB1 anxiety from Adam Rank. But first, this. Going downhill, 10-5, touchdown! Deontay Foreman, keep trucking! Thursday night in Charlotte, Panthers 25, Falcons 15. Slightly weird scoreline, but what else would we expect from a slightly weird NFL division? Okay, TD, congratulations. You had this one pegged. And quick sidebar for all of you eye-rolling listeners, TD doesn't always pick his Panthers to win, just as MJ doesn't always pick her Dolphins to win. Willie doesn't even pick his Patriots to win every week. We all know that the only person around here (laughs) who lacks the objectivity gene is Adam Rank. Right. Uh, TD, what did you see coming from your Black Cats that we didn't? You know, I saw a team that went out and they put it all on the line two weeks ago in Atlanta. And they left that game feeling defeated, feeling like, you know, they should have come away with a win. And rightfully so. You know, they made plays when they needed to make them. And literally it came down to a kicker making a play. And, you know, Eddie, he came up short on two, two different possessions. And the team came back against the Cincinnati Bengals, and they were just flat. They didn't get it done. On a short week, Coach Wilkes allowed this team to come in and just reset, to refocus, to completely throw that game film away from the Cincinnati game and allowed them to understand and know that 
they still control their own destiny within the division. And the way the NFC South has been, you know, as a player, when you know and you understand that regardless of how the season had gone that far, that thus far, you could still go out and put yourself in the position to be one game back yes. if you won if you won that game. I think that was the motivating factor for that team. The fans showed up even in a rainy game, and they showed up in a big way. So that definitely helped increase the momentum for those players. I think that's a really good point because it must be so much easier to light the fire week in and week out when you know that what happens on the field on Sunday or on Thursday, in this case, really does either keep you in the conversation or knock you out of it. Little stat line check here, MJ. P.J. Walker, 10 for 16, Uh 108 yards. He hardly lit it up, but when you consider the conditions, when you consider the fact that it was a short week, uh, a very kind of game manager stat line. Deontay Foreman, 31 carries, 130 yards and one TD. How did he describe himself? He was... Uh, at times, completely gassed. <laughs> <laughs> he did shoulder the burden. He did carry the load. LaVisca Chenault Jr., two carries, 42 mm-hmm. yards and a touchdown. J.C. Horn had a pick. Uh, we've been waiting for this young man to break out yes. since that uh, really unfortunate injury in his rookie year. Uh, Marquise Haynes had two sacks. Brian Burns had a sack. The not-traded Brian Burns had a sack. And, of course, Frankie Louvu. Louvu. Louvu also had two sacks. But I think to TD's point, MJ, the player of the game wasn't a player at all it was a coach it was Steve Wilkes no question I love this for coach Wilkes and it was something we talked about when he initially got placed as the interim coach and how he was going to be able to galvanize this team in a very tightly contested division right now every week counts there's no throwing it away there's no hey tanking for the year that everyone has a shot for better or for worse I think in coach Wilkes case this is for the better it's a little pie in the sky thinking but to your point every team in that division Everything to play for in that division. What a country, we said yesterday. Mm -hmm. Do you envision a scenario in 2022 that your Carolina Panthers, long considered out of consideration, in fact, they tipped their own hand when they traded their best player in Christian McCaffrey. They said, okay, guys, we're done for this season. Everything points to a rebuild. But there was something in your eye that said, no, 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 don't rule this team out. We are seeing exactly what you were talking about. Would you be surprised if your Panthers win this bizarre, bewildering division? Listen, I wouldn't be surprised at all. And literally the last time that it actually happened, we played the same division. We played Cincinnati, we played Baltimore, played those same teams, Cleveland, and we won the division 7-8-1. and one. Mm. And we went on to host the playoff game. We played the hot Arizona Cardinals. They came in, Carson Palmer had gotten hurt, and we actually beat them. And had a chance to advance and go on and play against the Seattle Seahawks, where we ultimately, um, our season came to an end. But that propelled us into the next season, where we went 15-1. and And I think you just continue to build off the wins and off the, the momentum that you're able to generate and create over the course of the season. I absolutely believe in the guys that are still on that roster, because I know they love playing for the Carolina Panthers, and they care about what's going on within that organization. And I love the fact that Steve Wilkes has stepped in as the interim coach because a lot of people haven't really factored in to Wilkes being the head coach right now, that he's a Charlotte native. He grew up right in that city, and he cares for that team more than any other coach would coming into Carolina. We see you, Carolina. We see you, P.J. Walker. We see you, Deontay Foreman. We see you, Panthers fans, showing up in the rain. Well played. Keep it up. Next up for Carolina, Ravens in Baltimore. That feels like a little inhale game. We'll see what happens there. Next up for Atlanta, the Bears in the ATL.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are listening to NFL Total Access, the podcast. I am your host, NFL Network senior writer Andrew Levy, and today I am joined by MJ Acosta Ruiz and Thomas Davis Sr., who are now about to agree. <laughs> on an unnerving number of Sunday matchups. Have your scores ready, my friends. Are you ready with your scores in hand? Yes, let's do it. Oh, my God, it's in his head. Do we, do we believe this? He's got nothing in front of him. Listeners, please understand that Thomas Davis Sr. has memorized his scores. I don't believe him for one second. Let's get to game picks. Game number one in Munich, mm. Seahawks-Bucks. Uh, Seahawks are the number two scoring offense. In the NFL, they are the seventh team in rushing, and they are playing a team that is 24th in scoring offense and dead last in rushing. MJ, game pick, score prediction, what do you got? I got the Seahawks 30-25. The Seahawks should win this game. I understand that Tom Brady is 3-0 and overseas. Yes. That's fine. This is not a Tom Brady-esque typical statistics year in every measure that no, we've seen not. so far from him. There's no reason why the Seahawks should not be able to continue the way that they've been playing and keep rolling even though they are in Munich this week. TD, do you agree or are you going with the kind of the emotional chalk, which mm. is to say you never bet against Tom <laughs> Brady Fair in enough. a game like this that's off script, Hell, it's off the continent. What do you say? Uh, I definitely agree with MJ and not that you can't bet against Brady because in years past, I would definitely right. believe that mantra. Like, listen, 
Brady is the GOAT. He's the man. But this year, there, he's had a lot of distractions, and distractions can get the best of all of us as players. So you haven't seen that laser focus that you're accustomed to seeing from Tom Brady. And part of the reason has been he cannot get comfortable. He can't get comfortable behind the offensive line that's in front of him right now. He's had a ton of dissension and uncertainty with the receiver core that he's been able to throw the football to. But the one thing that has been constant all season long is Geno Smith. Yes. Geno Smith has had a resurgence. He has gone out and he's performed and he's allowed Seattle Seahawks fans to not miss Russell Wilson one single bit. And that is something going into this season that I never envisioned happening. Thomas Davis Sr. just did something that nobody else in the entire sports world has been able to do for the last nine weeks. Mm-hmm. You talked about Geno Smith without using some form of the word surprise or doubt. Well played. Thank you very much. Yeah. What's your score in this game? I got a 27-24 Seattle. I just This team has found ways to win football yes, games. They have. You know, the defense has definitely overperformed. If you ask me, you, you literally probably can't name more than four guys on that defense. But the one guy that I know for a fact that everybody in Seattle can resonate and, and absolutely name is Tariq Woolen because that Ooh. kid has played Rookie. Phenomenal. I see you, Rook. Love it. It's, it's eerily scary, like, how close he is to Richard Sherman yeah. with wow. being a former wide receiver, the, the round that he got drafted in, even the pick that he was drafted. And for him to come in and have the success that he had, he's had, man, really speaks to Seattle's uh, their, their scouting department, mm-hmm. understanding how to scout players. Uh, we have consensus translation from MJ and TD. Tom Brady, watch your back. You're in trouble. You're about to take an L. Next game. Detroit Lions coming off of that stirring, stunning, staggering 15-9 victory over the reeling Green Bay Packers. And Adam Ranks, let's just call him that, Adam Ranks, Chicago Bears. Who wins this one and how? I got the Detroit Lions 21 to 14. So I, this was the toss-up. You were on the fence me. here. So I was you, very you are much, landing on the silver listen, and blue side of the fence. I was very much on the fence for this one because I love Justin Fields and I love what he's been able to do. It, it's just something about Iberflus and what he's been able to do since their bye week. He went back, he he scouted their own, he scouted their team. And he made a decision that he was going to change the offense to, to cater to what Justin Fields does well. And it's paid off in a big okay, way. Okay, so you've just talked yourself into picking the Bears, and yet you just told us you're not picking the Bears. What I'm happened? I'm picking them because <laughs> the Detroit Lions, albeit they've been very inconsistent all season long, I just think that 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 veteran leadership that they had and the fact that they're starting to get a little bit more healthy offensively, yeah. we'll get to see some of the things that they were capable of doing early on in the season when they led the NFL in offense. MJ, you don't agree? Um, I, you know, I've, I've just been really impressed by Justin Fields the last Who couple of been, weeks. Right? And, and he is the reason why I have the Bears winning this game 25-20. to 20. And, of course, you know, Every so often, I do have to give my boy Adam Rank a little bit of love. He's been on an island by himself picking the Bears all season long. I figured, you know what? Let me throw him a bone here. But no, I, I, I I just keep thinking back to how gritty... Justin was yeah. over the last couple of weeks against my Dolphins yes. recently. Um, 
he has just so much talent. I'm frustrated for him, right? I want everything around him to be at the level that he is so he can really grow and, and, and reach his max potential as a quarterback. But I think in this particular case, he will get his win. I think to TD's point, what we saw from Justin Fields through the vision, the prism of Matt Eberflus, mm-hmm. the career of Justin Fields began two weeks ago. Right. We are going to look back and say 100%. week eight in 2022, that's when the Justin Fields era yeah. really began in Chicago. Yes. Go on, young man. You are doing your thing. Next game, Browns and Dolphins in Miami. Before we give your scores, TD finished this sentence. I wouldn't be surprised if. If Nick Chubb comes out and has three touchdowns against Miami, but they still lose the football game. Oh, he, see, he, went right, he went right to the next question. He didn't even want me to ask it. Uh, so you are picking the Dolphins. What's your score? Uh, so I'm going with the Dolphins in this one, 28 to 17. But the way that the Dolphins have been resilient, they've found ways to win football games as well. Tyreek Hill is leading the NFL in, rece- in reception yards. He's going out, he's showing everybody that he truly believes what he said, that his quarterback was the most accurate quarterback in the NFL, and he's just putting up video game type numbers right now. And when you factor having Tyreek Hill in there with Jalen Waddell and all of these other guys offensively that they, they throw at you, it makes the Dolphins hard to defend. 28-17? Yes. TD has your Dolphins winning by, on say, by 11. Do you agree? Do you see the gap lower or higher? I know you've got Dolphins winning this. Yeah, I do. I have them winning 28-20. So, Fairly smaller close. margin. But we have seen that the, um, you know, the Browns have, have, are capable of putting up a fight for sure. I just don't think this is a fight that they're going to win, especially not in South Florida. I think the Dolphins are just now, you know, unfortunately we had to deal with Tua having to get healthy again, that very scary time period when he was coming back from that concussion. But now they're getting back on that role that we saw at the beginning of the season. And they're improving every week and they're adjusting and filling in. They filled in some gaps where they needed to before the trade deadline as well. Um, I just think they're, they're in an upward trajectory and I have them taking this one. I will say this. As an ostensible neutral, I look for <laughs> They're fun to watch, man. Yeah, it's fun. That's a fun team to watch. They, it is a very difficult thing to define. But you know it when you see it. You know it when you feel it. You know it when you hear it in music. For sure. Darn, you know it when you see it on the field. Miami's got it. What is it? I don't know. We'll see what it turns into at the end of the season. Next game. Broncos, Titans in Tennessee. Denver Broncos, yes, they still have a franchise. Tennessee Titans. (laughs) Titans looked good in a loss in a weird sort of way. I know know you hate it, players, when we say that, that it was a a moral victory in a Mm -hmm. loss. I know there's no such thing, but you have to agree with me that for a team that didn't have a first down in the entire second half of a game against the number one scoring offense in the NFL and the Kansas City Chiefs, they they barely lost that game. That has to make them feel good in a weird sort of way. It's never – you never – really have any kind of real consolations in, in, in losing a football game. Uh, so, again, again, the streak continues. The answer is no. The answer is no. No, no, yeah. no, no, no moral victories, Andrew. No, Shut no, up. Keep no, it. Stop asking about it. Definitely no moral victories. But I will say for them to go out and, and perform at that level in Kansas City, yes. which is an extremely tough place to play, I just feel like this team is on the rise. When I watched them play their first game of the season against the Giants, I was looking at this defense and I'm like, where in the world happened? What in the world happened to Vrabel's defense? Yeah. Yeah. Because Saquon literally ran all over them. He did whatever he wanted to do, but they literally went back to the drawing board. They got those defensive woes fixed and 
Jeffrey Simmons. Yeah, Jeffrey Simmons may be the scariest man Jeffrey in the NFL Simmons, right now. Literally, he literally took over the game plan for them. And, like, Kevin Byard, those guys stepped up in a big way. So, every single time that defense touches the field right now, they give them a chance to win. When you have a really good defense and you have a really good running game, you give yourself a chance to win. Okay, so they certainly have a chance to win. They are at home against a team that is very difficult to define. Let's just mm. say that. That's, 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 a, that's a diplomatic way yeah. of describing uh, the Broncos right now. Do the Titans get back in the win column? They absolutely will get back in the winning column because of that defense and because Russ still isn't cooking the way we expected him to. The Titans are going to win this one 16-14. Uh, a low-scoring game. Note that, uh, listeners. Do you agree? Yeah, I have the Titans. The Titans just have too much for this Broncos team. We don't know who they are, to your point, Drew. Who are you? They can't answer that question, no clue. to be honest. I have the Titans 27-17. I think they'll put up a few more um, and make themselves feel good after a loss. TA game of the week. It is in Orchard Park. It is at Highmark Stadium. It is Kirk Cousins mm. and the Vikings against, well, I don't know, <laughs> and the Buffalo Bills. Uh, will it be Case Keenum? Will it be Josh Allen? I think if the answer is Case over Josh, you would think that that would have an appreciable effect on the outcome of this game. And yet, TD, you kind of hinted to me in the meeting this morning that you think the Bills are going to win this game no matter who is playing quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Please explain. Yes. I believe in this Buffalo Bills defense. Uh, I know Coach Sean McDermott is uh, one of the best in the business, one of my former coach. I mean, literally, I had my best years playing under Coach Sean McDermott yes, sir. Mm. as a football player. So I know what he brings to the table. I know what kind of energy and passion that he brings to the defensive side. And I also know that they've been reeling defensively with all the injuries that they face. But he always preaches the next man up mentality. So they're going to go out. Case Keenum has an opportunity if Josh Allen is not able to play to be the next man up so he can go out there and against his old team. I was going to say, that fire's going to be a little hotter for him. A little bit. And, and, and Case is capable of spinning it, and now he has some really good weapons around him that he can utilize as well. And who would he be throwing to as same his guy. target number one? Exactly. Yeah. The same guy That's who on. pulled off the Minneapolis miracle, oh. Stephon yeah. Diggs, uh, yeah. score in this game? Uh, I have this game. Let he me didn't see. memorize it. He's looking it up. We're moving to you, MJ. A score in this game? <laughs> I have the Bills 22-20. 22-20. I think it'll be a, a close very one. interesting scoreline. A two-point. Uh, do you see that being a consolation score for the Vikings late, or do the Bills get a late score to win it? No, I think the Vikings have to show us that up against the team that we've slated as their biggest challenge this season, that they can be competitive and they can go toe-to-toe. So I'm giving the Vikings that confidence that everybody has been yelling at us to do all season long. That's why I think it's going to be close. I think, to your point, even if Josh Allen isn't there, all Case has to do is play it straight. Don't lose this thing for us. Everything else is set up for you. The defense has been crushing it. Fourth total defense, first in scoring, third in turnovers, fourth in the red zone. Come on. Yeah. You I, know what? Give me a give me a PJ Walker stat line for Case Keenum. <laughs> give me it right. Like a like give me a 13 That's for it. 20, uh, 150 yards, maybe one it's touchdown, fine, yard but after catch, touchdown but this, from Gabe or something. Right. See, but this is my thing though. Like Case Keenum, you, you don't have to limit Case like that. Right. Case has proven that he can go out and he can put up big numbers in football right. games. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely you don't, right. You don't necessarily have to have him do that in this game, but he's proven that he can. P.J., on the, on the flip side, you know, he's still, he's still relatively new to being a starting right. quarterback in this league. I don't think he has 10 starts yet 
under his belt, but Case absolutely does. Score in this so one. I have them 20 to 16 that Bills yeah, win in this football game. Lines. You guys are aligned. The stars are aligned. Uh, we were very two. close to hanging out too much. You know, we're halfway through the year. Now we're, we're rolling. We're right now. there. Exactly. <laughs> we're right right there. there. The Indianapolis Colts. The Jeff Saturday era begins on Sunday for the Colts in Las Vegas against the Raiders. No distractions in Vegas. Shouldn't be a problem for anybody. Colts, Raiders. Now, the Saturday era begins. We have spent all week talking about this. So let's turn the page and talk about not what happened, but what happens next. Parks Frazier will call the game on the offensive side for the Indianapolis Colts. So Jeff Saturday's first decision is to delegate. To 30-year-old Parks Frazier, you make the calls. I did want to bring up one name, a name that is on staff. He is the chief defensive assistant, if I have the title correct, a man by the name of John Fox. Uh, This is one of the who's who of the NFL. He has coached two teams to the Super Bowl in both your Panthers and the Denver Broncos. Oversight not giving him the reins? Huge oversight. It makes no sense to me to have a guy like John Fox in the building and not elevate him to the head coach of your football team when you still have a chance to get some things done in this season. Because they have a talented roster. They have a good offensive line. They have one of the best running backs in all of football. And you have a chance with that defense to go out and make some noise now that, you know, you made a coaching change, but you decide to go with a guy that was not coaching, that was literally doing the same thing me and MJ are doing right now, talking about football on TV. So I think that that decision in itself is going to cost them um, an opportunity to turn this season around and make it to the playoffs. So that begins with a loss on Sunday. Can I have a score? Colts Raiders. What you got, guys? Yes, so my score, I have 24 to 17 um, for the Raiders. And I know that, you know, the Raiders have a lot of things going on right now. You know, they just sent Darren Waller to the IR. They mm-hmm. they sent Renthrow to IR. They cut, you know, Abram. I, it's a lot going on for the Raiders right now. But I just think that, you know, from a standpoint of – Getting it done, Josh McDaniels will have what it takes in order to get it done. MJ, talk about a team in desperate need of turning things around. TD doesn't think it's possible for the Colts. I'm not sure it's possible for the Raiders. We identified this stretch of their season as an opportunity for them to turn it around, and Mm -hmm. yet the winning streak that we saw coming was derailed by two losses in three. Do they get a win this week? The autumn wind... (laughs) He's <laughs> a Raider. Dun, dun, dun. I have the Raiders winning 25-15. to 15. To your point, no one needs a win, arguably even more than the Colts, than the Raiders do this week. Dropping it last week to the Jaguars, getting shut out by the Saints before that. They are back home. This is their chance to regroup, reset, and prove that even with the guys that are injured now, they still have the talent and the capability and the want to to make sure that they can be competitive uh, down the stretch here in in the rest of the season. And I think against this team that has arguably more distractions right now than the Raiders did, this is their opportunity to get back on the winning column and start getting some momentum in the second half of the year. Let the record show that MJ Acosta-Ruiz borrowed her scoreline for this game, 25-15, from the Thursday night scoreboard. Time <laughs> will tell if it was wisdom or plagiarism. <laughs> 
We interrupt this podcast to bring to your table a condiment that you didn't think to ask for. You didn't even know that you needed it, but you do. Oh, you do. Adam will be your server tonight, and he's got a little something, a secret family recipe that pairs perfectly with QB1 anxiety, considering that both Joe Burrow and Lamar Jackson are on a bye, and that both Kyler Murray and Josh Allen are questionable. So cleanse your palate, open your mind, and open your ad drop page while you're at it. It's time for some fantasy hot sauce. Adam Rank. Bring the heat. Get the hot My sauce My first ready. appearance on the show starts with the hot sauce. Let's go. There's a lot of quarterback questions this week. A lot of quarterbacks showing up on the injury report, including Josh Allen, Matthew Stafford, Kyler Murray. If you need to stream a guy, we have four players for you. We start with the mild. What an apt description for Russell Wilson. Mild, not even pico de gallo hot, more like, is this tomato paste type hot? Am I eating ketchup type of hot? But listen, great matchup this week against the Tennessee Titans who have struggled against opposing quarterbacks this season. He's available in more than 50% of NFL.com leagues. That should be your first stop. All right, let's go. Jared Goff. Look at that throw. Oh, my gosh. I think it's still going. Jared Goff getting a little spicy here. Now, obviously, the Bears' strength in their defense is the secondary. They've been very vulnerable to running, and we expect DeAndre Swift, Jamal Williams, to be able to run the football. The only thing is, I expect the Bears to be winning this game, which means the Lions will be in a negative game script, which means Jared Goff has to throw the football. Okay, right. Real on. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, who's been a very good quarterback this season. He's played very well. It has not always translated to fantasy football, but in a matchup this week against the Miami Dolphins, who have allowed the most fantasy points to quarterback this season, that could change. I will say last week, uh, one of the reasons why those numbers look the way they are, Justin Fields. Rank. Just say it. Rank, MJ is not a fan. Let's go three alarm. Do not like. Stop. Three alarm. That was three alarm. El Diablo, Sam Ellinger. Oh, that's right. The Indianapolis Colts, I don't know if they're trying to win football games. I don't know who they're hiring to be the head coach. I don't know. My phone was still on. They could have asked me. I'm good at Madden. I could have been the coach of this team. But here's the thing. If they need to. Spicy. The thing is, if they key in on Jonathan Taylor this week, that means Sam Ellinger has an opportunity to run the football. If your league rewards quarterbacks for running the ball as much as they do in most leagues, Sam Ellinger could be the guy. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think. Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, listen up around here. We don't just tell you who will win Sunday games. We attempt to tell you how, because we believe in the power of visualization technique. And so we attempt to paint an accurate picture of what's about to go down for every Sunday game. We ask ourselves, who's about to step up? Who's about to struggle? And whose scheme is more likely to win the day? And that brings us to Cynthia Freeland, the denizen of Datatown, the mayor of mathematics, whose predictive analytics algorithm is putting an exact game total on two NFL games. It's sin to win. MJ, take it away. Sin, let's start right there with my Dolphins. Will there be over under 49.5 points in your projection? Well, that's very close. I have 26 to 23. Your Dolphins win this one. So that's 49 points, so just a little bit under. Why? Because when you look at what the Browns do to create points, they need to run the football. So fewer possessions, even though those Dolphins are going to win, and I still have a great fantasy game for Tyreek Hill, Tua Tungabello, the whole thing. I still think it's a little bit less than that, 49 points. What about Broncos? Yeah, we're under 38 and a half points. Okay, so I have more points than expected. 23 to 18 in this matchup. That's 41 points. There are so many pieces missing on this Titans defense that I think that makes the opportunity for the Broncos to score go up. I also think Derrick Henry isn't going to let that be the only scoring that happens. So a monster day for Derrick Henry. I actually have 111 points. Yeah, rushing yards projected for him, which is ridiculous. So he keeps that streak going. I think this is a high, high, it's a lot of scoring compared to 41. More. You know my motto in life, more is more. More, That's more, what we more is more. Be. All right, <laughs> thanks for that. Next game, Houston Texans in New York to take on the Giants. We are going to put ourselves on the clock. I want game predictions and score predictions quickly from each of you. We will start with you, MJ. Texans, Giants, how does it go? Giants coming off a bye. Giants nice and rested. 21-17, they get the win. 20-13, Giants is how I see this one. They agree. Jags and Chiefs in KC. The Jags who are surprising some weeks. Mm -hmm. The KC who is mostly dominant every week. What happens in this one? Jags in Kansas City to take on the Chiefs. 27-16, Kansas City. But if it would have been in Jacksonville, I think my score would have been a little bit different. The Jags hold the Chiefs to 27 points, says TD. How do you see it? I have 28-21 Chiefs. The Jaguars have been surprising this year in a good way, but the Chiefs will have too much for them. Consensus, and again, similar score lines. They may be cheating off of each other in the back row of class. (laughs) Saints and Steelers. Pitt also coming off of a bye. How do you see this one going down? MJ Acosta-Ruiz. 
I have the Saints in that defense oh, getting the dub. Going into Heinz Field and yep. out scheming, out dreaming Mike Tomlin and getting a win. Tell me the score again. 25-20. 25-20. She loves 25. You notice she I know. She's a lot of 25s out. Yeah. Um, Saints Steelers in, in Pittsburgh. 17-14 Saints. You both game. agree again. The mm-hmm. road team wins in Pittsburgh. Not an easy thing to do. Not an easy Even thing against this team. Mm-hmm. Cardinals and Rams. Now, we would have circled this game before the season yes. as an NFC West clash, a battle to watch. Not quite the same marquee matchup as it was, and yet it kind of is for very different reasons. I see this as a de facto elimination game. Ooh. Who wins it and who's eliminated? Give me a score. I got 24 to 13 for the Cardinals because I don't know if Matthew Stafford is going to play in this game, and I don't even know who his backup is. It's fair. That is fair. How do you see this one going down? <laughs> um, I have the Rams mainly because they're at home. 21-15, the final score. Again, low scoring, but we finally have another point of disagreement. Mm-hmm. TD says Cardinals get the win. Kyler Murray is also questionable, by the yep. way. Yeah. Yep. And I don't mean his leadership. <laughs> Cowboys and Packers. Now, truly, I think in years past, we would have spent more time talking about this game. And certainly Mike McCarthy's return to Green Bay after all these years, 13 years he spent there. He got emotional talking about his kids being born in Green Bay. And yet this would be a better story if the Cowboys were playing a better team. Cowboys, Packers, who wins it and how? 23-16 Cowboys. I just think the Cowboys defensively have too much for the Packers with the way that they've been playing offensively. Hard to argue with him. Do you argue with him? I don't. 32-21 Cowboys. Let's get the running game going. Come on, Tony Pollard. I need some points in fantasy this week. (laughs) And then we turn to the seven-seed bowl, as we'll call it. Really rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? The (laughs) L.A. Chargers, the seven-seed in the AFC, up the coast in Santa Clara to take on the San Francisco 49ers. Also the seven-seed, of course, in the NFC. Mm -hmm. MJ, Acosta, Ruiz, you know these teams well who wins it and how it's gonna be the Niners it's gonna be the Niners 28 21 and I actually think I gave a a few too many points to the Chargers Chargers. yeah do you agree TD Uh, I agree it's just it's too much going on with the Chargers Keenan Allen Mike Williams those guys potentially still being out Mm -hmm. Uh, 27 to 19 Niners Christian McCaffrey we saw what they were able to get him um, going and doing in his second week being there Debo Samuels potentially being back can be a problem for that defense. Yeah, too much going on for the Chargers in a negative way. Too much going on for the the Niners in a very good way. Shanahan with that piece of Christian McCaffrey, good luck come January. And finally, the last game of the Week 10 slate, Monday night. My Commanders, 4-5, and five, against the Eagles, 8-0. and oh. The number that stands out to me, turnovers. The Philadelphia Eagles mm. lead the NFL in turnover margin by far. They have only given the ball away through nine weeks, three times. Two picks, one fumble. It may be the reverse. It may be two fumbles and one pick. All told, three mm-hmm. times they have given the ball away. They are greedy when they have the ball, and that's how you need to play it. Who wins this and how? TD? 26-14, to 14, Eagles. I think the Washington Commanders will put up a better fight than they did in their first yeah. game versus the Eagles because Taylor Heineke has them playing better. Yep. But I just think at the end of the day, they won't have enough firepower to keep up with what the Eagles have. Yeah, thank you. Two touchdowns, 14 points, and a 12-point loss is hardly putting up a good fight. Thanks for it's nothing. better than they did in the first game. <laughs> Uh, uh, my commanders, do we have a chance? I, I said 27-20. So 27-20. We're within, we're within one score. Heine is, is, is going to do a little something for us, I think, for sure. But in, in the end, the Eagles will remain undefeated for now. 
I want to thank today's special guests, Thomas Davis Sr. We waited a long time for you today. You finally came, and we're so glad you did. And MJ Acosta Ruiz, <laughs> the host of NFL Total Access. Ask my mother what she thinks of her. She's in love. <laughs> Join us Monday for one question from every single week, 10 game. That's 13, 14, 14 games total, 14 questions. We will answer them. Who played themselves in to the playoff picture? Who played themselves out of the playoff picture? And who tripped the Sunday baller alert? That's Monday. Till then, ciao for now. NFL Total Access is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower... 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.